Hello, my friends. I am so happy to have you here with me this week. This is podcast episode 88, and we are going to celebrate those twin digits with something special. We are going to talk about the basic 80-20 principle, but then we are going to celebrate it a little by talking about some very creative ways to use it in your life. It's going to be fun to get creative here, and I am hoping to inspire you to take this concept and to run with it and to get even more creative by figuring out where and how it fits into your own life. So if you are driving, then I hope that you are comfortable and you are ready to be safe, but to have an enjoyable ride. If you aren't driving and get something warm or cold to drink, get comfortable and get ready to enjoy the next 20 minutes with me. Everyone take a nice cleansing deep breath and let's get into it. First, let's talk about what this basic principle says and make sure that we all understand what it means. It is also called the Pareto Principle, named after Vilfredo Pareto, who lived in Italy in the early 1900s. He noticed that 80% of the wealth in Italy was owned by 20% of the population. He was intrigued by this. And as he looked for other examples of this principle, he found it in many other areas of his life. He found that 20% of the pea plants in his garden produced 80% of the peas that were picked. 80% of the letters that he received came from 20% of the people that he corresponded with, and on and on with other examples. Today, this is the basic premise. 80% of your results comes from 20% of your efforts. Let's give some very practical examples that would be true based on this idea. And then we can get into the creative part of it. In a company, it would mean that 20% of the employees output 80% of the work. By the same token, that would mean that the other 80% of the employees are responsible for the other 20% of the work output. For you personally, 20% of the things that you do each day is responsible for 80% of the results or the outcome of that day. So if you are reflective and you go back and really think about your day, each and everything that you did all day long really does not translate into the outcome of how your day was. That might mean how enjoyable, how productive, how important, how much progress you made towards your goals, how fun your day was. Depending on which category that you are using to assess your day, only 20% of the things that you did really mattered in the assessment. Now, the other 80% of your day did matter, just not as much. The other 80% gave you 20% of your results, so it did matter a little, just a little. I'll give you one other practical way to think about this, and then we can get into lots of examples. This principle also means 
that some of the things are important and most of the things are not as important. So some of your ideas are important, but most of them aren't. Some of the work that you do is important, but most of it isn't. I want you to really run with this idea because this matters. As humans, we tend to think that everything is important. We can very easily overthink, overplan, put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do it all. Even when it comes to something fun, like thinking about adding hobbies to our life. Let's apply it to that. Let's say that we want to add some more fun and enjoyment to our life through some hobbies. Some of them will be important and most of them won't. That is because 20% of them will give us 80% of the fun and enjoyment. And the other 80% of those hobbies of that time that we engage in them will only give us the other 20% of fun. Some moments engaging in hobbies will be important. and Most moments won't be. So how can we use this? I think that a lot of people have heard about this principle, and probably most of those people understand its meaning. And I remember when I first learned about it, I understood the basic concept. That's probably where it ended for me. I didn't really put it to use. Now, based on the principle itself, I guess that 80% of the people would do that, understand it, but only really put out 20% of the life improvement that we get out of that knowledge. But the other 20% of people learned about this and were part of the 80% of the benefits that came out of using this. So let's learn how to use this ourselves and be a part of that 20% who get the most benefits. Here is the first way that you can think about using this practically. Let's look at 20% of the time you spend in your day. 80% of your day is just going to be managing your day, being the same person that you were the day before, preparing and eating your food, cleaning your dishes, making your bed, maintaining your workload, your personal relationships, getting some activity, watching TV, doing laundry, taking care of the people in your life that you need to take care of. 80% of your time will be all of that regular stuff. But the 20%, that's the part of your day that makes it a different day, that makes your day stand out. What do you want that 20% to consist of? You can plan for it. You can plan a little event. You can ask a friend to have lunch with you. You can surprise your partner or a family member with something. You can carve out a little bit of time to spend on one of your goals or for a hobby that you have a hard time finding time for. You want 20% of your day to be important, but you get to decide the what and the how. So that's the first way that you can use this in your planning for your day. Let's take it to your relationship. And you can use this for any relationship. Your relationship with 
parent, a child, with your sister, with your partner, with a friend or a coworker. When you think about that person, 80% of the stuff, interactions, the talking, the visiting with, the spending time with, only matters that 20%. But 20% of the stuff and the time matters a lot, 80% a lot. So what do you want that 20% to be? What are going to be the things that this person thinks about when they think about you? Whatever you want that to be, do those things. Have those deeper conversations or do things that you think that they will like or plan little surprises or do those funny things, play tricks on them that will make them laugh some effort to make that 20% really count. And then the other 80% of the time doesn't matter so much. So the flip side is to not worry about that 80% of the time so much. You could relax about not being perfect or present or there for them all of the time. It's the 20% of your effort that matters more. Let's talk about being in a group. 20% of the group does most of the work. Does that sound about right? Go back to the groups that you have been a part of your whole life. There were the leaders. There were the busy bees who were led but did a lot of the work. And then there was the rest of the group that contributed. They were part of the 80% that did about 20% of the work. Think about your friend groups. Who are the ones that plan to get together? There are the friends who are always there. They always show up. They are never the ones who plan the get-together. You know who the planners are. They're in that 20%. So the next time that you are in a group, decide where you want to be. You may not want to be in that 20% or does 80% of the work for every single group in your life. You may only want to be that person 20% of the time when it really matters to you, but it is helpful to be aware. Sometimes it's okay to be part of that other 80% and not to beat yourself up about being part of the 20% all of the time. You might want to be part of that 20%, say, at your work and in your relationship. But maybe you would rather coast and be part of the majority when it comes to meeting up with your friends or when it comes to planning your high school reunion or as part of the PTA or at church. It's up to you where you want to put in your time and your effort. I want to keep on this idea of taking the pressure off. Our brains are just wired to judge. We judge others. We judge results. We judge ourselves. Somehow we can very easily hold a 100% expectation, especially for ourselves. Whether it's a diet, an exercise routine, something that we are teaching our children, sticking to a new habit, or maybe keeping up with chores and work tasks that we want to get done. We tend to make a plan and then we expect that we are going to follow it 100%. We tell ourselves to make a lenient plan, make it easy, and then stick to it all of the time. 
I even give this advice often, but I am human too. And I even forget to plan for that 80-20 rule, especially for myself. Let's look at where you might make a plan and then think about only 20% of the times where you follow the plan being the most important times. And 80% mattering, but only a little bit. How would it feel if we took that pressure off of ourselves? Let's take a diet plan. What if 80% of the decisions only mattered 20%? Whether or not you choose to eat eggs or the meat or the dairy or the rice only matters a little bit. But 20% of your decisions matter a lot. That depends on what really matters for you. Maybe it's how much water you drink or what time you stop eating at night or how full you let yourself get. There is just that little bit, 20% of those decisions that really matter a lot. And that will make the difference in whether or not you are losing weight. The rest of your decisions, you could just stop sweating about so much. Just don't make as much of a difference in the end. Same thing with bringing the idea to your exercise plan. A lot of what you are doing matters a little bit. You can decide where you are putting the 20% of your effort into the important decisions. Maybe it doesn't matter what kind of exercise you do. It's really just that little decision to get started. It's that little 20% that matters, the part where you just do something. The last way that I want you to think about this is in the way that you can clean house. What I mean is to toss a lot into the garbage. Now that can be literally, yes, as in 80% of your stuff only brings you 20% of your joy, so you can throw it away and lighten your load. But I don't only mean it in stuff. It also applies to where you spend your time. All of the little actions that you do that don't really matter so much. Think of it this way. Let's take watching TV. If you don't watch TV, then think about something that you do that you might do to unwind. It can be spending time on social media, going out to eat. If you overwork, it can be that. Whatever it is that you might spend a lot of time doing. If you apply this rule, and 80% of what you watch on TV doesn't really matter so much. But 20% of the time, you really see something good that you love that makes that habit or that way to spend time matter to you. You get 80% of the joy from that little bit. So if you were going to clean house, you would save so much time that you spend doing this particular activity, except for the 20% of the time when you really love it. A typical American right now actually spends just over seven hours per day of screen time. If you cut that down to the 20% that really matters and gives you joy, you would get down to under an hour and a half. 
while cutting your enjoyment from 100% down to 80%. But it would give you back five and a half hours to your day for other things that could also bring you joy. What a huge difference. So how can you apply this to your life now? What are some creative and fun ways to use this? You can survey your life right now. Survey how you spend your time, how you spend each day, and then break your life down into categories. How do you spend time with your friends, with your family, with your partner? What do you do to engage in some self-care? What do you do for your hobbies? What are the things that you do to bring in money? In each of these categories, what if you could pick out the 20% of your actions that really matter the most? What are those things that bring you the most joy? Start by letting yourself off of the hook for the other 80%. You are human and you don't have to put in 100% effort into everything. Give yourself a break. But decide what you want to be that 20%. Where can you put your time and effort in the way that will matter the most? When it comes to working on your business, maybe it's the early morning time where you can crank out your work so well that matters. And then you can forget about the little bit of dabbling that you do during the rest of the day. For your hobbies, you can pick the one or two to focus on that you enjoy the most. Do more of those and only include the others sometimes. The things that you really enjoy doing the most with your partner, put your effort there. Forget about the rest, mostly. Some effort into the other things, but be aware that they just don't matter as much as the parts that are the most important. Then you are setting yourself up to do the most important things really, really well. Even in raising your kids, if you really put your eggs into the right basket and devote yourself to doing the most important things, maybe it's open and honest communication and setting up clear expectations. You can get rid of the guilt trip if they eat french fries for dinner one night or if you forgot to sign that permission slip that was due. Just focus on the 20% and give yourself a break on the 80%. You will be 80% good at the other stuff, and that's good enough. I wish you all a more balanced week this week. And by that, I mean a good 80-20 balance. 80% is okay, and 20% important and great and worthwhile. If you like this podcast, then share it with a friend and give it a rating. I really appreciate that. And it matters that it is getting listened to. Have a great week, my friends.